Gold medals, then my role models, rolling old models, low with old schools, flowing colon, going gold follows, flower bearing, call it pedals to the floor, power sharing, call it devils to the door. Power, power, till ain't no devils anymore. Flower, flowers, they be dropping at the feet of my son. Move a thousand miles per hour down the street of my slum. And who do I meet to the beat of my drum? It was little Susie Uzi, she so cracking, was a killer. All bitch, dope tip, wasn't trapping with no niggas. Had a long money minor, do that action for them figures. Her and Florence fully automatic, cracking off the Richter, yeah. Walked up to my right, asked me, could she get inside? She pointed at a pistol, so I probably. Properly replied, told me out here in the streets, she ain't had no competition. And with me up on the beats, that we shared the same description with a blunt between the lips. She said, Now here's my proper. Hello, welcome to Bronx Meets Bean Town. This is episode numero siete, seven, Espanol. URI education paying off dividends right there. Frankie, how we doing today? Doing good. Love that you threw in the Spanish. I actually took my Spanish placement test this weekend for college. So, um, haven't taken Spanish in three years, so it looks like a completely different language to me. Well, it is a completely different language, so that makes sense. Yeah, um, I got 25 out of 60, correct, which is not did not put me in the lowest class. So that's, that's fine. I think, I think that was a win this weekend. I hear you. I hear you. Um, How we doing? We're doing good. We're doing good. I actually have a nice day up here in uh, in Rhode Island. Probably the second nice day we've had in the past two weeks. So you got to take advantage while you can. Not quite warm enough to do anything, but at least the sun's out. We're feeling good. Vibes are high. Socks are great. Yankees stink. It's just the the universe is aligning. The hot take right out of the gates. How uh, how's everything going in the sock world right now? I mean, it's it's been great. How's the game looking? How how's how's the team looking? Everyone's you know it's it's good vibes all around for baseball right now. Great great baseball vibes. Uh, we're about a week and a half away from opening day, right? Maybe, yeah, yeah, a week and a half, two weeks away from opening day. Uh-huh. Um, Garrett Cole absolutely shoves the Red Sox for seven innings of two hit baseball, and the Yankees take a seven to two win over the Boston Red Sox. That's what's going to happen in New York. Yeah, Garrett Cole played pitched so unbelievably well against the Red Sox last time out. I don't see anything wrong with that statement whatsoever. Um, Devers hit two home runs yesterday. He's ready to rock. The uh, the pit the the pitchers that are supposed to pitch have come out pretty strong in in spring training. I know it's spring training out there. You know, guys are just figuring stuff out, getting loose, but. I'd always rather see my team do well in spring training than my team do bad in spring training at the end of the day. Fair. Uh, fair. Like if I'm a race fan right now, I'm like, oh, it's just spring training. We're one and six. It's just spring training. You know what? The Rays, sorry. I've seen I've seen what I need to see. Rays taking that step back this year. You're already making up predictions before we've even thrown one pitch into opening day. I mean – we come from small state, big network where big takes are glorified, no matter how ridiculous and outrageous they are. So the Garrett Cole take is completely reasonable, huh? That's that's why I, I, I didn't spit on it, did I? We uh, we we live and thrive for big takes. You're not wrong. So Oliver, 
we got some predictions to take care of. We had our division predictions last week. Now let's give out some awards. Yeah. Is there anything you want to talk about before we get to the awards regarding anything uh, baseball related? Um, Yankees related. Um, very excited to hear that we have made an offer or about to make an offer to Aaron Judge on a contract extension. Um, exactly what we want. Um, don't know, you know, years, AAV, salary yet, any of that. But, you know, they didn't get arbitration done. I didn't really care. I still don't understand arbitration. I don't think anyone really understands arbitration, to be completely honest with you. What do you mean? I just, I just don't get it. I don't understand it. To what extent do you not understand it? I mean, it's stupid, but. I just think it's stupid. I never it really is stupid. Like, look into it. Be the more. So there's what? There's four years of arbitration. And based on how well you perform and what you think you deserve for that year, you go to the team and say, I deserve this much. The team comes back and says, you deserve this much. And you either agree or you uh, you. You and if you don't find some sort of agreement, then you take it to the I think it's like the players union or some type of union and they decide on the number for you. So the goal is for teams and players to come together to agree on a, on a number during arbitration. You saw all those years with Mookie and the Red Sox, they never agreed on a number and they went to a hearing every single time almost because Mookie said, I deserve this much. The Red Sox said, no, you don't. And then they would the the union would always side with Mookie and he would get his wish that it, it's a, it's, it's weird and dumb and should be gone, gone away, but mm-hmm. it is what it is. That's why you see teams like uh, the blue Jays with that Matt Chapman signing. They didn't, they didn't take away any of his free agent years. All they did was give him a steady income and a, a, a fixed number for the next two years instead of, Oh, what if Matt Chapman has an MVP year now next year? He's going to want more arbitrate. He like he's going to be able to make more money next year in arbitration. Or on Matt Chapman's side, what if he sucks ass this year? Which I think he's he's just an average play, like elite defender, below average bat, whatever. Um, if he just sucks this year all around, and uh, and now he doesn't have as much to bring to the table next year. So they found a middle ground. They're like, here's two years, $18 million or whatever it was, which is like nine, 10 million a year for the next two years. And then he can go test for agency instead of dealing with arbitration again next year. Okay. Stupid system. Yeah. Not, not the biggest fan of the, of the system, but it is what it is. It's not changing. So we just got to, uh, we just got to roll with it and just keep on trucking and just keep on keeping on. Hey, couple weeks ago we didn't have baseball so let's just all be glad that's right the fact we can complain about stuff now is great yep so other news from yankees camp guys looking good um offense looks pretty good from the spring training games don't really care about pitching um we're just just throwing in stupid minor leaguers to throw innings but i mean glaber looks good had a little bit of pop um stanton looks really good gallo He's probably going to hit like 198 again this year with like 28 home runs. So, I mean, that's great. Um, we haven't signed Brett Gardner yet, so that's really encouraging. That's probably the best thing to come out of Yankees spring training is that they didn't re-sign Brett Gardner. Yeah, so I really hope he goes to the Blue Jays. I really do. He'll probably like hit 318 against us and with like four bombs and 20 stolen bags, but, you know, I don't have to worry about him this year, and I'm excited about it. That Knock is – I – 
Yeah, that that was definitely a bummer for me. Yeah. What not having Brett Gardner? Uh, yeah. I mean, I think he deserves another shot. I don't think he does. I do. He sucks. Why don't the Red Sox sign him? Why don't the Red Sox give him a shot? Uh, you just got to crowd it out. Crowd it outfield. There's no room for him. Uh, he deserves to go on a on a poverty team like the Yankees, where they need that all the help they can get. Um, why why not give the guy a shot? Maybe he's still got something in the tank. Maybe he's still got 20 home runs in the tank at Yankee Stadium again. Who knows? Then he hit 20. I think he hit 28 in 2019. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, I mean that's just insane. I think he hit one opposite field, like. Uh, that's unheard of that's unheard of yeah let's look 2019 brett gardner almost made all star 251 28 home runs 74 rbis yeah i mean if that's not a product of yankee stadium i don't know what is man he stole 49 bags one year i forgot he used to be somewhat good at baseball yeah he was how many all-star appearances do you think he has i hope zero he has one in 2015 and he ended the year 259, 16 home runs, 66 RBIs, 742 on base plus slugging. There must have been absolutely no competition in the outfield that year for <laughs> no. It was Mike Trout, Brett Gardner, someone else. That's he started? Fine. Um, he probably didn't start. Let me let me let me look. Let me look at the 2015 AL All-Star team. I think this was one. This was the one in Cincinnati. Okay. Rosters. AL fan vote. Mike Trout, Lorenzo Kane, Alex Gordon. I mean, Gardner yeah, come on. Give me a fucking Alex break. Gordon. Brett Gardner replaced Alex Gordon because he was hurt. Oh, so he didn't even make it. He was just for replacement. No, the other outfielders, Jose Batista, Adam Jones, J.D. Martinez. Brock Holt was also on the team as a utility. That was the uh, – that's because every team needed an all-star representative and the Red Sox were putrid that year. And Brock Holt, who was hitting like – I think he was hitting like 310 at the time of the all-star break or something like that. Uh-huh. And they were like, let's throw Brock Holt a bone. Yeah, like let's, let's make Jared Grabus somewhat happy this year. Brock Holt, the only player in baseball history to – Don't say it. Hit a cycle in the postseason. That's good for him. him. You remember that? I do remember that. I actually fell asleep um, after the fourth inning of that game, but I remember waking up to that. Okay. Yeah, that was definitely a game for Yankee fans to fall asleep to. Yeah. Um, Was that the game that Angel Hernandez had like four missed calls and had to go review all of them? Uh, That was a game the Red Sox scored 20 runs in Yankee Stadium. I thought it was like 16. I'm rounding. Let's get into these predictions, unless you have anything to say about the Red Sox. I Yeah, I'm good. Uh, I, I'm looking forward to, to spring training. I've been watching actually a decent amount of spring training, you know, just throwing little baby bets here and there on them just because it's fun. And the um, there, there, there are some young talent that, that, like, dude, this fucking Fitzgerald kid on the Red Sox, he's like 27. He has like three home runs in spring training, just hitting nukes. Can't wait to see him hit like 190 in AAA. How's Tristan Cassis looking? He getting any at bats? I haven't seen him at all. Uh oh. I don't know. Maybe he's a bust. No, I just don't think he is playing right now. He's not good enough. I don't know about that. 
Okay, real quick, real quick. Let's go over Joey Gallo's Fangraphs projection. Are you ready? Of course. I'm just going to name a stat you say over, under on all. Ready? Mm-hmm. Uh, 147 games. Under. Ah, over, over, over. Yeah, he's a healthy guy. Yeah, yeah, he is. Uh, yeah. If, if any of y'all saw his mic'd up video from Yankees camp, it was actually pretty funny. He was saying how, like, he only plays left. Like, him and Judge were joking about it. I thought it was good content. 107 hits. Uh, that's actually pretty, pretty good. I know. I'm going to take the over on that. I think I'm going to go, uh, I think I'm going to go under. Okay. 24 doubles. I'm taking under. Also going to take the under. 43 bombs taking the under. Uh, no, I'm going to, so they project him to hit 43 home runs and 107 hits. That's fucking hilarious. I'm That's taking so funny. I think I think he's gonna hit 42, 43. So I'll take the under. He hit like 39 um, this year. I think I would go over with that because I re- I really, really think he is gonna be home runner, strikeout, or walk. I I'm like honestly, I could see him hitting 48 home runs with a hundred hits and uh and, and two hundred strikeouts and uh a, a bunch of walks, like a like a walk a game almost so like I he's gonna he's gonna get on base um a decent amount but it's literally gonna be home run strikeout walk yeah um for anyone wondering how my baseball season's going out there every single game this year I've had only one hit one RBI one walk and yeah I think that's it so I've only had one hit every game one RBI every game one run scored every game that was the other one and one walk so talk about consistency that's me the best ability is availability. That's right. Next, 105 RBIs. Way taken way under on that. There's yeah. no way. Uh, the Yankees team yeah, is just, just nobody so gets on base on the Yankees. He's but, just I mean, he's just he's gonna be the three hole hitter. He's gonna be like a five hole hitter. Like I just don't see it. I would probably go under there because RBIs is so team dependent. Yeah. I think he'll probably finish second in RBIs on the team. Uh, batting average. This is the big one, Oliver. Are you ready? Oh, fucking feed me. 207. That's a good one. Over. I think he hits like 210. Over. To Over. No. I think he's going to walk so much that the batting average. It's going to be like, like a grand ball situation. Like he, he'll hit 220. He'll hit 220. He'll hit 40 plus home runs and he, he'll walk a bunch. Okay, eight forty one OPS. Uh, I'll take under. Over. I'm gonna say under because I don't think he's gonna get enough doubles to to get over that. Again, I think it'll be right around. Like I think these projections are very very solid. I think they'll be like right in the eight forties, eight fifties. So I'm interested to see some of the other Fangraphs projections for other Yankee players. We can get into that at another time, but we got to get into some hardware right now. Right. I'll let you start. Who is taking home the AL MVP? Uh, Again, no bias when it comes to these plays. None at all. Absolutely. I truly believe uh, I'm not going to, I'm not going to take, I'm not, none of these picks are really boring uh, for me. I like to, to find some exciting picks for this. So I don't, I don't think any, maybe my NL rookie of the year is kind of, kind of chalky and boring but from then on like i'm not going to pick otani even though he should be the odds on favorite and will definitely have the best chance 
He doesn't even need hot to, takes out here. He doesn't even need to be as good as last year to win MVP. Um, he doesn't need to be nearly as good as last year to win MVP, in my opinion. If he goes out and hits 30 home runs and throws 120 innings, he should win MVP, no questions asked, just because that's how crazy it is to do what he does. But I'm not going to do that, and I'm not going to do Mike Trout, um, even though I love both of those guys, and I hope that they are contenders. But I'm going with um, Rafael Devers. Mm. I, th- this is a huge year for him. He's not a free agent this year, but after next year, his free agency begins. And I believe a huge season from Rafael Devers this year gets hopefully, hopefully gets contract extensions uh, conversations started in this camp because he's been, he's been outspoken saying that he wants to be in Boston and wants to stay here. So I hope that that a huge season and an improvement defensively from him this year. Like if he keeps taking steps offensively and he puts together a, a 290, 40 home run, 110 RBI year, he should be right in the mix for MVP. And I think that is definitely within reach with the talent this kid has. He's only, he's still only like 25 years old, I think, 24 years old or something like that. And he's a top, I personally, whole package involved. I considering age, talent, and everything that has to go with it. I don't know if there's a third baseman in the major leagues that I'd put ahead of Rafael Devers when you consider everything. Uh, if you, that's my opinion. Of course, there's going to be some bias in that because he's on the Red Sox, but I, I really do believe that he is legit. He is clutch. He works hard. He has everything that he wears his emotions on his sleeve. He wants he to be the best, and I, I really think that this is a great chance, a great you, a great spot for Rafael Devers to to contend for an MVP this year, and I, I think he's got he's got an outside chance on it. So I'm going to go with Rafael Devers. I agree with the pick. Um, I think Rafael Devers is a great player. Um, I like I, I the one compliment I can say is I love what Oliver said about wearing his heart on his sleeve. I love the emotion that he shows. Um, on the field I mean that's just like you know those just Dominican guys you know they just you know just those international players they just love the emotion you know this is what they've spent their whole life doing so I totally agree my MVP pick for the AL is coming out of the six and I'm gonna go not with Vlad but with Bo Bichette out of the Toronto Blue Jays um I really like what I saw from Bo Bichette last year um I hate him but I really like him. Um, 298 last year. Can't get his stats pulled up. I don't know why. Hit uh, He hit 298 last year. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Those are uh, advanced stats. 29 bombs, 102 RBIs. I think you see an uptick in that, especially with how loaded this lineup is, even more than last. Ah, no, it's about the same. No, they're not. The line- they lost Simeon, sorry. Yeah. Keep- oh, Chapman, Simeon. Chapman's good, but. You lost Marcus Simeon's best second baseman yeah, in baseball forgot. last year. I forgot about that. So I think you see an uptick in his numbers a little bit this year, just getting more comfortable. I think his defense gets a little bit better. It's a little inconsistent at times. I just really like what I'm going to see out of Bo Bichette this year. I like that pick too. It's not one of the uh, the chalky favorites, but it is a sneaky, sexy pick. And that's what I, we are here. We're about sneaky, sexy picks. That's right. And I do like I do like that a lot. 
again, like I just mentioned, I don't think that the Blue Jays lineup from top to bottom is as solid, but there are guys in that lineup that can take a next step. You get a healthy George Springer all year, that's going to help. You get uh, Bo Bichette and Vlad taking steps again this year. That'll be hopefully Kevin Vigio for Blue Jays fans is better than what he was last year. There are promises for the lineup to be as good, but top to bottom right now, it's not as good because Matt Chapman offensively is a step down from Marcus Simeon, a pretty big step down because Marcus Simeon's shown, I think three out of the last four years to be, he he's been a top five MVP candidate, which is crazy. Yeah. I I remember, I think it was 2019. He was third place in MVP. That was wild In, in the quiet eight out in Oakland. Nobody was paying attention to him snuck in side door MVP candidate last year. Obviously he had like the most home runs from a second baseman of all time or or close to it, something like that. So uh, I do think that is a little step back, but Bo Bichette, very good player. Stud. Yeah. I would like to also point out, I had Byron Buxton finishing top three. I think he goes off this year if he stays healthy. I mean, yeah, he was fucking going off last year and then he went Byron Buxton and got hurt like he always does. So I think, I think he pulls it together this year. I think he, I think he can. There's, uh, he's always there. He's always there. 150 games of Byron Buxton is would would be incredible for the sport and for him and for the Twins. By the way, a sneaky team that I we talked about last week that I like. If that team is healthy, that lineup looks good. Yep. You want to go AL or you want to go NL MVP or AL Cy Young? Whoa, 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 Bindi. Crazy dog. Crazy, crazy dog. Um, we'll stick with the AL, and we'll go Cy Young next. I'll start. Okay. Um, it's Garrett Cole. Garrett Cole is the AL Cy Young. No questions asked. This is the year he puts it together. Second last year. Had his best game of the year. I don't want to hear shit about sticky stuff. Cole throws gas, and he shoves. That's all I need to hear. Garrett Cole, this is the year that he puts it together. Not that he hasn't put it together yet. This is the year he makes that that Cy Young year. Just, I mean, just the head of the rotation for the Yankees. I think he's just going to win the Cy Young, and that's what I'm sticking to. I think he finished second in back-to-back years in the AL. Maybe three years, so 2019, when he should have won it over Verlander. But, I mean, this theory does it. Yeah. Pitching in the best division in baseball is going to make that difficult. So I went with someone I think is in the worst division in baseball on the best team in said division, and I'm going with uh, Lucas Giolito. Because he's, fantasy, I like that. He's going to get to go against the Guardians, and who are going to be terrible this year. The Royals, who are going to be a little sneaky. They'll be a little sneaky this year. Uh, they, You know, Bobby Witt is going to be an absolute fucking stud, uh, but you know, they'll, they'll be okay. And then the Tigers are, will take another step forward, but they, that lineup is filled with strikeouts top to bottom. And big park too. And yeah, a, a big park. And the White Sox park is like, it, it's, it's pretty average. Between, it's I don't really, think, literally a definition of average. In my yeah. Opinion. I don't think it favors either hitters or, or, um, or pitchers, but I, I like, I like our, I think he's the best pitcher on that team and the best, team in the worst division so that was kind of my strategy with that one 
I couldn't right. really think of anybody out in the AL West that I liked enough. Like maybe Verlander throws out a, a crazy year, but coming off Tommy John, I, I, I don't know. I don't know what that one, that one. Um, and I don't think Thor will have enough to, to be healthy all year round to be a contender. Although that would be cool to see a healthy Thor makes that team completely yep. different. I like, I like the signing. I think he's going to add value to that team, but the no, signing is definitely, it's definitely a good signing. Nope. I like I like the pick of Lucas Giolito. I really like because I drafted him on my fantasy team. Um, my so, fantasy team that week, by the way. Uh, we, we can get into that. We can get into that after this. See who has a better fantasy team. Okay. But right now, uh, let's move over to the AL Rookie of the Year. I'm going to be very vanilla with this pick. I just went with Adley Rushman. Um, we did the. Uh, I didn't know we were picking uh, rookies of the year today, so I went with Adley. Uh, kid rakes. Um, just the future of the Orioles, to be honest. He's the face of their franchise. Switch hitter. It's absolute nukes. He got intentionally walked with the bases loaded in college. You don't hear that happening unless your name's Barry Bonds. So I think Adley, Adley Rushman's going to come up this year and just make a lot of noise and probably, like, walk off the Yankees once or twice. What happens? Yeah, I think that's the popular pick. One, because he's a top prospect, and two, because he's a catcher. And as being a stud catcher, there's a lot more that goes into it than just hitting. Yeah. So that is a good pick. On last week's episode of Small State Big Takes, I picked Julio Rodriguez because I think he's a stud. But I'm going to be a little different on this one. And I'm going to – because since then, I have seen enough of this guy, and that is Bobby Witt Jr. I've seen enough in spring training. I don't care that it's just spring training. This dude is fucking special. I'm telling you, this is like he's going to be an MVP candidate within two next year, maybe even this year. Remember when Judge arguably should have won Rookie of the Year's rookie year? We're going to see that type of season out of Bobby Witt. He is going to be a stud. He's just, he's going to start at third base this year, so he's not missing any time or anything like that. He's not coming up in May. He no, he's their third baseman from the start of the season to the end of the season, and this dude is drawing like. It's, a, it's crazy to say, like, drawing Mike Trout comparisons because Mike Trout was generational, but this might be that, you know, 10 years later, okay, who is the next one? We've seen Juan Soto. We've seen Ronald Acuna. And now we're about to see Bobby Witt. That's the class I think Bobby Witt can be in. This dude is incredible. I totally agree. I think Bobby Witt's an absolute stud. And also, I've been staring at Brett Gardner's face for the past 10 minutes. Let me get that off my screen. Yeah, I don't know how your eyes aren't bleeding. <laughs> so Bobby Wood's an absolute stud love the pick I think that the Royals again still rebuilding obviously but I mean you got a lot of excitement coming up in that farm system Asa Lacey throws really well Bobby Witt you still got Salvador Perez I'm I, I like I like where the Royals are at right now yeah I don't think they're going to be very good this year but I think going forward they'll be um They'll make a little bit of noise. They're like a, I think they're like a year behind the Tigers. Like I think the Tigers will be about 500 this year and the Royals will be about 76, 77 wins. And then next year they'll both take another step. That's kind of where I see those two teams at in that division. I think, I think they have a big off season coming up. I don't know if the Royals have big off season in them, but I think they could, I would love to see them spend money because they never do on anybody ever. Yeah. Let's move over to the NL, Oliver. I'll let you take the reins first on the MVP. All right, NL MVP. Uh, it's 
it's just time to give uh, Juan Soto an MVP. I don't, I'm not yep. really going to go too far into it. I think the NLV MVP, NL MVP race is going to be absolutely stacked like it is every year. So uh, put names in a hat, pick one out, and you're not going to find much of an argument out of anybody. I agree. Uh, kind of pissed because Juan Soto was my pick, so I will change my pick. Let's go with Trey Turner. I really like Trey Turner. I think that he has a lot of protection in that lineup. I think he's going to get a lot of stolen bags. I think he's going to get a lot of runs scored, hits bombs. He's really a true five-tool player out in L.A. Um, he's also due for – I think he's a free agent after this year, if I'm mistaken. That would be correct. So big contract year coming up for Trey Turner. I think he's going to ball out. Yeah, I think um... – I think Steve actually said Trey Turner as well in our really? small state big takes episode. Quick, quick detour. Can we just talk about the collapse of what could have been the, the greatest MVP race for decades to come in Bellinger and Yelich? I mean, what happened to these two people? Well, I think Yelich battles injuries way too often. Um, but I think if we get a healthy Yelich for a full season, I don't see why he can't be right back into that. But I don't have an answer for Bellinger. I mean, he wore the golden sombrero in a spring training game last night. That's I just not what you want to look for. I don't, I don't have an answer for Cody Bellinger. I don't know what his problem is. Um, I don't care what his problem is because he's not on the – he's not in the AL. He's not on the Red Sox. I couldn't really give two shits about him whether he's good or bad. I don't own him. I don't have any fantasy stock in him. So just uh, sucks yeah. to suck, huh? I, I don't know. Maybe he needs more weed. Maybe he needs less weed. Uh, maybe he needs uh, to actually practice. I have no idea. Uh, it's not my problem. They have Mookie bets. They're fine. Yep. All right. Cy Young, you're up. NL Cy Young. Um, I have arguably the best hair in baseball in Corbin Burns. Ooh. Stud. Stud muffin. Again, I think the NL, I think the NL Cy Young um, is way more interesting than the AL Cy Young. I, I don't agree. think the AL Cy Young is very fun, very interesting. But the NL Cy Young, I think you could say five to uh, – even more than that. You could say eight to ten names, and I wouldn't argue with you. Because I think there's that much competition out there in the, in the NL. Yeah, I agree. I'm gonna go with. I think this is this is a big take. I'm gonna go with Marcus Stroman. That's yeah. That's one of the names I would argue with. I really like Marcus Stroman. I think he's got paid. He had a really good year last year with the New York Mets. He's playing in – I mean, he's playing against not the best division in baseball. Some big parks out there in that division. I really think Marcus Stroman takes a big step forward and leads the Cubs not, – not to anything special, but leads this Cubs rotation in the future. I mean, Marcus Stroman's a good pitcher. He's fine, but I don't think he'll ever have Cy Young-type numbers. He just does not strike enough people out to contend in a Cy Young race, in my opinion. Like a he, Soroka rookie of the year thing. He, he just, he's a ground ball pitcher and that's fine because he can succeed and he can find ways to, to be effective this year. I think the only way he can be in Cyan contention is if he puts up like record ERA number or not record, but like 
stupid sub two ERA numbers and like sub one whip numbers because his strikeout numbers are not going to be flattering. But he is a good pitcher. I do think that was a good signing for the Cubs. Um, they're not going to be as bad as most people thought they were after selling everybody off last year. I don't think they're going to be that good, but I don't think they're going to be the 65-win team a lot of people were looking at last year after all those trades went down. Mm-hmm. Because their rotation stinks, man. After him, after Hendricks, even Hendricks could have one of the – could finally fall off and just be terrible because he was pretty not good last year, if memory serves. But their lineup's kind of cool. It's it's not Patrick bad. Wisdom, I mean, Frank Schwindel. They got – how do you say his name? Suzuki? Suzuki, yeah. They still yeah. have Willie Contreras. Um, yeah. like, they've got, like, some fun names. Speaking but, of Suzuki, that's my NL Rookie of the Year. Okay. I like that. So – that was actually a really good transition. Uh, CS, I don't know how to say his name. Suzuki um, saw stats in the Japanese league, and I was like, I'm just picking him. Kids, I mean, he looks good. He looks really good. So I'm excited to see what he does for the Cubs. Um, paid him a lot of money, like five years, 80 mil, 70 mil, something like that. Yeah, he got a good, he got a good deal for a Japanese product. A lot of the times you don't see big you don't, numbers you, like you that. Don't, you don't see them going to the central like country, like central like part of the world. That, that's another thing is they definitely had to they definitely had to throw some cash at him if they wanted him to come there because those Japanese folks usually they, they usually like to go out west, um, or where somewhere it's just warm. Because mm-hmm. you know, you saw you Darvish go to Texas. You had two rare occasions where one went to the Yankees and one went to the Red Sox, but that's because they threw bags at them. Yeah, and uh, like you saw, Otani barely took any money to go out to LA. Like that would that was dirt cheap. I'm sure there uh, there's other guys like Fukudome from back in the day, and other guys that were not very good. But I agree. I think generally the Japanese imports favor the West Coast. So if you you want them to come further east, you got to throw bags at them, and that's what the Cubs did. Again, I think him and Stroman are both great moves for them and that team. Stroman, especially from a leadership point, Stroman's up there is probably some of the best you can get. Yeah. Floor is yours, Oliver. All right, my NL Rookie of the Year is uh, this dude that should be a power forward somewhere in college right now, but instead he's playing uh, shortstop for the Pittsburgh Pirates, O'Neal Cruz. Mm. This dude is six foot seven as a shortstop. Are you serious? Why are you playing shortstop? Don't care. He's got swag. I was I, I did actually a good amount of research on this pick, and I do think he's the odds-on favor at the moment, but I still don't care because – the dude hits tanks. Um, he, he's he got raw power, raw speed. He is a very raw product, but if he can figure it out, the uh, the Pirates lineup's got some sneaky pieces. You know, they got him, Brian Hayes, Brian Reynolds is good. Um, after that, it kind of sucks ass. But I do like those three guys a lot, and I think, yeah. I think like a good season out of O'Neill Cruz, um, who, by the way, is named after Paul O'Neill, I believe. Well, that's a cool. fun fact. Um. I, I do like I do like O'Neill Cruz a lot. He's really cool. He for six seven shortstop man, that is crazy to think about because right off the bat you just would you see six seven you're like all right go play first base and have a good career over there. But this dude this kid wants to play shortstop. I think he's a pretty solid defender too, and I, I like him a lot. I like man. I want to like the Pirates, but I also hate them because they don't spend any money ever, which is uh, wow. just infuriating um, to me from a billionaire's perspective yeah O'Neill Cruz had a really good MLB the show card um 
in MLB The Show 20 that I really liked, so that put him on my radar. Speaking of MLB The Show, Oliver, are we excited? It's MLB The Show week. Sorry, MLB The Show week? Wait, really? I pre-ordered it yeah, yesterday, Thursday. so what day do I get to play it? You get it You get it Thursday night. Thursday night? All right. I'll probably play it a lot during the day on Friday. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm taking off school on Friday. <laughs> and I've Also, I have spring break, so like, there's no point in going to school on Friday. Oh, okay. So you have spring break the whole next week? No, so Friday is the last day before spring break, and it's yeah, like a half. Yeah, that's what I mean. So, so a yeah, whole week yeah. after that, you yeah. have the break. So okay. Taking a little trip up with the boys. Should be yeah. a fun week. So I bought and the deluxe version. Yeah, I bought the deluxe version. I bought the $100 version um, to start. And then after that, I'm for Diamond Dynasty, not spending a single dollar this year. No money spent team? No, no money spent team. Um, I might even dabble in the streaming world for it this year to start because last year I didn't start Diamond Dynasty till like the end of May. I was like two months behind in Diamond Dynasty. Still ended up with a solid squad because I went hard there for a little while. But I'm going to start on time this year, right when it comes out. And I'm thinking about dabbling in some no money spent streaming thing just because Ooh. why not? Content. We love content. Because why not, man? Um, could be fun. Should be exactly. fun. And, yeah, I'm excited for MLB. Um, I wasn't for a little while. I actually convinced myself at one point that I wasn't going to get it. But there's just so little interest in video games in the world right now that why – I mean, there's just dog shit game after dog shit game coming out. The best game for me right now is still Apex, which is just a free game. Yep. So why not? Why not? Okay. Real quick, uh, let's wrap up the show by going over our fantasy teams real quick. Oh, yeah. So me, me and Frank are in a league with his brother and, and um, a few other people that, I mean, I, I know I know a few of them, but not many of them. We had a draft this week. I literally said in the group chat before this game, I was like, I'm completely punting on pitching and I am going lineup heavy. And this is the line approach this year. And I said, I'm going to go pitch heavy Uh and lineup um, can do whatever, but I think I have a really good lineup and I have probably the best pitching staff in the league. I'll start off. I by far have the best lineup. I have Wilson Ventures, Reese Hoskins, by the way, these are like 26 person teams. So 10 team league. For, the, for anybody that actually gives a shit. Wilson Contreras, Reese Hoskins, Kike at second, Devers at third, Bichette at short. So there's both our MVP picks right there. Bobby Witt, Brian Hayes, Mookie Betts, Ronald Acuna, J.D. Martinez, Mike Yastrzemski, Jared Kelnick, Aaron Judge, Luke Voigt, Spencer Torkelson on the bench, and, Brand- and Brendan Rodgers on the bench. And then actually ended up with a solid pitching rotation, in my opinion. For completely punting on pitching, I think it up with some pretty good pitchers. I got Erod, bad division, pitcher-friendly ballpark, Chris Bassett, Blake Snell, and hoping for a bounce-back season. Don't expect it, but it would be cool. It would Sonny, be. Gray, Sonny Gray, my guy, bad division. Uh, if he can stay healthy, he'll be good. I'll take yeah, 160 yeah. innings again out of him. Uh, Pablo Lopez, I think the Marlins pitchers are all going to get a lot better this year, so I was thrilled with that one. Jack Flaherty looks like he's going to miss the start of the season, but a healthy Jack Flaherty is the best pitcher on my team. Cal Quantrill and Zach Bulisak, a couple Indians, or I'm sorry, a couple Guardians pitchers that uh, I think the Guardians usually have pretty solid pitching, and both those guys could be good. They could be terrible, but I don't care. I'll drop them and pick up like fucking Tanner Houck at some point. And 
what I did do actually was I picked relievers before any of my other pitchers. So I picked Liam Hendricks and Ryan Presley, both team, both closers on the best team in said division that should get plenty of save opportunities. So I fucking think my team is sick. Team sick. Your team is not as dope as mine. Catcher, Sean Murphy, first base, Anthony Rizzo, second base, Brandon Lau, third base, Alex Bregman, shortstop, Corey Seager, another shortstop, second base from Francisco Lindor, Yuli Gurriel, Outfield, we have Mike Trout, Jesse Winker, Alex Verdugo, Max Kepler. Big bounce back yard to him. My sleeper pick this year, which was Alex Kirilov out of the Minnesota Twins. Love Kirilov. I, I think kid's going to smash baseballs. Speaking of smashing baseballs, Fran Mill Reyes, the DH. And then Glaber is a little bounce back here. He looks good in spring training. So, how that now? The pitching. Jacob DeGrom. Lucas Giolito, my Cy Young pick. Max Fried, my second Cy Young pick, who I was going to pick between him and Stroman. Joe Musgrove, best pitcher in that rotation last year. Nathan Evaldi, Oliver's boy, Yankee killer. Marcus Stroman, my Cy Young pick. Just got word Josh Johnson hit a nuke. Love to see that. Um, John you see Mee- the team that they're playing against today? Don't get too excited. They're playing, <laughs> Mee- playing Jose back. Quintana today. John Means, bounce back here. Taiwan Walker. And then relievers, I got Aroldis Chapman. You know what you're going to get out of him. 30 saves, 3 ERA. Um, Jordan Romano, a lot of wins coming out of the Blue Jays team this year. And then when Liam Hendricks gets hurt, I have Craig Kimbrell. I don't think Liam Hendricks will get hurt, but Craig Kimbrell is not a bad handcuff to have because I think the White Sox should trade Craig Kimbrell. I took Craig, a big Craig Kimbrell with the 255th pick. I think he was one of my last picks. So, because he really had a six ERA on the White Sox last year. The White Sox need to trade him to the Red Sox, and the Red Sox need to put him at closer. Interesting take. I think that's all we have today. Craig um, Kimball's splits last year between the eighth inning and the ninth inning were hilarious. That dude is a mental head case, needs to pitch in the ninth inning with a clean inning every time. But if you do that, he's a stud. Mm-hmm. So – Schedule coming forward. Probably won't be able to record next Sunday, so we probably won't have a Monday, but we will record before opening day and get an episode out. little prediction preview for the season. Oliver, any last words? Nope, I'm good. Just All right. keep, keep getting through the week, everyone. We're this, we're this close to baseball. We're almost to baseball, so we'll uh, pick up next time and uh, go Sox. Go Yanks. I also have a very big uh, start coming up. Or pitching appearance coming up so i will let everyone know follow me on twitter too see all my pitching uh how i'm doing this year had a really good day on friday yeah if you actually tweet people will be able to actually get updates too but your frankie no tweets (laughs) i sent out a tweet today so go look at it okay all right oliver all right see you see you boys Man in a suit with no tie I can't be sober, I gotta stay high Put 
me some syrup in the candle that's dry Riding this special like Bunny and Clyde Don't worry, baby, I keep me some fire She mean as in Burger, she cannot decide The ladies Mercedes here go to surprise Don't sleep on this lady, her pussy her pride Digging her back while I'm gripping her side Digging my back, this ain't regular size You really floppy like Pelican guys Bitch, you ain't slick, I can tell in the skies Upgrade at my wrist, put back